Hi, you're listening to Oh Hey Heather, Tell Me a Story. Real stories, real experiences, by real people. I hope you enjoy. So you know what's funny? Is uh, my baby is of the youngest is 14. And I now sit in his room because he's now moved into his brother's room, which is a little bit bigger, who's 16, who took over the family room in the basement to make it his own space, which is totally cool because now I have a room to do this. But it's funny because on the other side of the wall is him and he's playing his own games. And as I listen and hear from other people, he's apparently a rock star cool dude in his virtual world that people follow in a server. I don't know, but he distorts his voice so that people think he's a grown up, but he has grown ups following him. Anyway, this morning he had to get his tooth pulled because he had a baby tooth. And I'm happy they let him in because I found out that I forgot he should have had it out in October because when he had his teeth cleaned prior, the agreement was that if it didn't fall out on its own by October, I would call him and he would pull it out. And I forgot. Like, not only did I forget that, but I forgot also that my other son got new glasses in December and they said, hey, I'll tell you what, it's close enough. If you want to just wait like three weeks When January hits, he's going to have a new $100 copay added to his plan. So then you could get him for like 68 bucks. And I was like, whole, yeah, what's three weeks? They changed like, like point zero nothing. I mean, sometimes I think it's just like how I had that callback for my mammogram again, where you spend like five days freaking out because you think you got a callback. I mean, that's like. That's like when you're walking through the airport and you get the light and they got to pat you down. Like, you're like, damn it. Is something wrong? Like, did I bring that? What was in there? Did I have my... I mean, I took my kitty cat ears one time to an airport and they took them away. And that's a joke because kitty cat ears are little... Like, imagine brass knuckles, but they're plastic and it's only for two fingers. So it looks like cat's eyes that you shove your fingers through, but then it's got pointy ears and it's just a plastic mold. And you can get them at the gun stores, like Blackwing, Name Drop, for four or five bucks. And I buy them and I give them away to people. And I give them away to people because I tell them, this is not because I think you should fear what is on the trails or where you walk or where you hike. This is because I feel that when you carry them, it doesn't matter. And the thought does not enter your mind. So that you can just enjoy the moment and the present that you're in and not a fear of an unknown and anxiety. So enjoy these cat ears. So anyhow, I go to the airport. They took them. They said they were a weapon. Took them. I'm like, it's plastic. It was in my bag. It was like packed in my carry-on. It was the funniest thing. They were like scanning it, scanning it, like calling their friends, bringing it over. And they're like probably thinking, what kind of sex toy is this? Because I'm sure they've seen it all. But no, alas, it's just my kitty cat ears. And I was going to a new city with two younger women. And I felt responsible to protect them while we go hike and explore cities that we're not from that are much, much bigger than ours. Correct? Correct. No, they took them. 
Anyway, that wasn't even what I was talking about. What was I talking about? My mind is in a million directions, and you know why? This happens every time I finally just stop the carousel and say, you know what? I've know I've ridden you for a while, and then I went to Mr. Roller Coaster, and then I went back to Carousel, and then I went back to Mr. Roller Coaster. But right now, I just want to sit on the park bench and drink a beer and not participate in the rides. So I did that because I used the fact that we were supposed to be going to Iowa, which we cannot go to Iowa, and. It's because their city and state, whatever, is hit much worse. In fact, they took my daughter's blood to send away for the antibodies because they want to figure it out because her other half, which is Native American, has been really hit hard. Like, I, I don't even remember what it was. It was something like 30, maybe it was 36 confirmed cases out of 600 people, which, okay, it's not too bad, right? You think? But then of the 36 tested or whatever, it was a 17 positive or, and then there was like of the 17, there was like four deaths. But anyway, it was like, it kept growing that way. Like 50% test positive, you know, 20% pat, like it got to be pretty real. So I was like, Oh my gracious. So they're, they're still shutting down for a long time and I don't blame them. I mean, for whatever reason, there's something within that DNA. So Long story short, she gave her blood. And I was like, who's taking your blood and what are they doing with your blood and how are they processing it? And then she was like, I don't know, mom. They just asked me to come to work. And I'm like, I know, but you need to ask these things because not that it matters. You're still going to do it. But it's like, can you at least know where to go to? Like, is it the government? Is it your local health? Is it your county health? Is it your state? Like, where's it going? Not that it even matters. I'm just curious. I'm just curious. I'm intrigued. Where are you sending it to? Where are they chipping our necks? But I also agree that it's like, fix it and find out. So I'm curious. I'm like, I've already given to 23andMe. I'm sure they, I mean, there's my DNA right in a cup. Gave it to you. I'm I'm intrigued. I want to know my DNA. I want to know my ancestry. So how much Neanderthal I am. Anyway back to the whole point of it all. I took the day off and I can hear my son talking through the wall to his friends with his headphones on, which means he doesn't hear me, but I hear him because he's much louder than he would be because I'm normally not here. I'm at work and he's carrying on as his day is with headphones, which makes you louder anyway. I mean, sometimes I forget when I'm singing that I don't have the lawnmower running at the same time. People can hear you. After I mow, I scoop poop, and then that's quiet time. Everybody can hear me scooping poop, but I'm singing like I'm still mowing, and I forget. Then I thought, oh, well, what was that song about dancing in the rain or some stuff? But I was going to talk about, like, a, a a woman thing, too. What is it with, like, leadership? We were talking about it because I started thinking about my mantra, because I had to give it to myself today. And I gave it to myself today because I felt like my opinion had been dissuaded. Like it, it didn't hold the weight it used to hold. Like 
I could tell someone, well, I think the sky's blue. And they're like, well, Heather thought it's blue, so it's probably green. Yeah, I mean, if she said blue, it's got to be green. That's how I felt. And I'm like, what? Am I crazy? Like, whatever. And then I started thinking about things, and I started thinking about the people I could lean on. And there's people that see the same thing. Like, I always joked around that. Remember in the 90s, there was those pictures, like mall rats. Mall rats is like the perfect example of that, where that guy was standing there. He's now the cop on the ranch. But he was standing there, and he was like, he couldn't see the sailboat. But everybody was just like, huh sailboat. I almost feel like if that were like reversed, like if that where I'm just like, huh, it's a sailboat. And everybody's like that guy. We're like, I don't see it. I don't see it. And I'm like, oh, I think it's a sailboat. I mean, I'm like kind of sure. And I'm like, I kind of have a track record. So then I started thinking about what I was telling myself. Like I was doing this whole mantra, like walking through all of the like mountains that I've climbed to get here. Like to me, they're mountains because each one of them is a mountain that I climbed and accomplished and achieved good, bad, or indifferent. Cause like it was, there were some rough mountains to climb. So I'm like, I'm walking through my whole mountain climbing thing and I'm thinking, listen to you. Oh, like gratitude attitude. And then I thought, wait, no, that's that's that mean girl in my head that comes out sometimes when you're already doubting yourself. She, like, gets a little bit of fuel in her fire, and she starts running her mouth. I always think of her as, like, that old... I'm trying to think of, oh, what was that movie? She was like, yeah. Was it Princess Bride? Princess Bride, where that, that lady's just, like, Alexa was like, yeah. Oh, yeah. Like, that voice. Anyway, it comes out, and it's like, no, wait. These are just, I'm just telling myself, like, I'm Stuart Smalley. And I know everybody made fun of him where he was like, I'm good enough. I'm smart enough. And gosh darn it, people like me. And I know we make fun of it because I make fun of it. I thought that was the dumbest, the silliest thing. But it, it kind of wasn't. It was just the way it was done to make it comedic. But it was comedy with a, like, a lesson behind it. Kind of like how, why I love Dave Chappelle, because he will make you laugh your ass off while you change your mind. And that's why I think he's so amazing. And I'm, I'm trying to think of the, I'm sorry, my son's distracting me because he's over there talking, even though he just got his tooth pulled this morning, which by the way was hysterical because he's never had Novocaine or like shots or anything. And I got to sit there. I even like filmed a little bit of it, but it was also ironic because he also graduated graduated. He completed eighth grade. Let's be honest. There's no graduation of eighth grade. Too many graduations have been thrown into our children's lives, but he has completed another level to achieve a graduation. I feel like sometimes people get so many graduations that they no longer matter. So then why need them? Of course, I am a proponent for not needing them. But anyway, only if it depends on what career choice you're going into. Let me get that straight too. A lot of people need graduations. A lot of people don't. But what I'm saying is, is like, I just feel like I've been like, go, 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 go. And I used the dental appointment as a kickoff, but we were going to go to Iowa and we can't go to Iowa now. And I thought, why retract the days when I've been building up to work free of them? Because for me, taking that many days right now, I feel is kind of significant only because I'm in so many key things that I've got to get done and do. But at the same time, 
we were told if you need a break, take a break. No one's going to question you, especially if you're okay to do so. And I feel like I am okay to do so. So therefore I should be able to take my break. This is like all this shit going through my head. Well, at the same time, I'm like, why am I questioning myself? And I start going through, you did this in 92, you did this in 94, in 98, you did that. And then in 99, you did that and do that. But you know, I'm going through this whole thing and I'm just like, gosh, you sound like a butthole. Why are you like throwing around your titles? And then I watched working moms. Cause I've actually gotten into the show first season. I didn't think I wanted to be in it because it was all about little babies and things. And my daughter told me about it, but my daughter of course would be relevant to it because she had a baby. So it was like, I was watching these jokes about like nipples and, you know, crying and all that. And I thought I get it and I respect it. And I've been there, done that. And I know you, but right now it's not like, like it was appreciated. And I liked it, but I, I'm glad I didn't stop because then it was more than that. It became just about them and every stage of your life that you're in, whether of the age of your child, which mine are teenagers. And to get them to even say hello to me at times is, is a challenge. And then my other is far away in Iowa. So I'm always like upper grill, like, Hey, can we FaceTime? Hey, can we talk? So anyway, she was being interviewed for a 40 under 40 article, the lady in the show, because I really like the one that's creative. Don't necessarily agree with all of it, but I do like how they're friends no matter what and the way she thinks and all of that stuff. But she was talking about the 40 under 40. And I remember when I turned 40 and I hadn't ever been nominated or received anything like that. I used to like get all like, oh, and I even joked around like, you know, why is this any different than when I was 27 or 28 and I realized I couldn't be on American Idol? I will never be on American Idol. I can't sing. I don't sing. No one's probably even heard me sing. Maybe my kids have heard me sing growing up with me because I would sing to them as a singer, like singing to them like stuff, but not because even on karaoke, I'll be like, I'll do the freaking background, but I ain't doing lead. F that. Like, I just don't sing. So that's why it was funny. So I was just like, eh, 40 and 40, same damn thing. Who cares? I can't be on American Idol. I'm not going to be in an article. And the whole thing is, is like, I was like, why am I bummed that I'm not going to be a 40 under 40? Why do I give a crap? And my justification is, is that those people are the ones that started and bred their career until they hit 38 in the same community. Like I've been in broken, like I spent this many years in one community and then I spent this many years in another. And then I moved four states over and started again in like a top 20 DMA. So I get it. Like it's not going to happen. I'm one of those ones that fall through the cracks, but at the same time, I, it wasn't about that. It wasn't about the stupid one-on-one interviews and all the article stuff. Like I would have rather bypass. I don't want any of that. I thought it'd be just cool to be recognized that what you're doing did make an impact or has made an impact in a way that, outside of your organization saw it. That was all. Like it was just, it would have just been a neat thing because of the mountains and the climbing that I had to do to get there. And that brings me back to working moms because that character in the same thing, while she's getting interviewed for this article, the younger female who was very capable, smart and intelligent and probably going to go places was talking to her about, you know, all the barriers she broke and like, why aren't you advocating for more or whatever? And send all sending down the elevator is what it was. And she made a comment back 
after she went through it all, like of beating herself up a little bit. And then she was just like, I guess the reason why I haven't sent the elevator down is because I'm still too busy climbing up the shaft. Like, and I was just like, that's it. Like, I'm a big advocate, but I also think there's something to be said about handing down the keys because you don't want the people that you respect, that you see have talent, that you see have grit, and that you see have do this, not have to go through the battles that you had to go through. Like, you want to make them easier, which is the same thing people do with their kids. I mean, there are helicopter parents. And I guess I never really took that approach with either of them. I always just try to be real and tell them how it is. And I'm not a hard ass. I'm an easy. I just expect you to like do your stuff and however your schedule looks, however it works, however it does it, however life fits you, as long as you can do your stuff. And if it becomes to be too much stuff, just let me know because I don't know that you have too much stuff or not because I'm moving too much with my stuff to know what your stuff looks like. Pretty much in a nutshell. That's what I do. If you need help, let me know. But I don't know if that has anything to do with either or or not. I don't know. But when she said that climbing with the chef, I'm like, that's what I'm saying. Like, I want to advocate and help anybody that's getting their way through because I agree we're stronger together, but it's together. And I didn't get where I'm at because other people didn't take me with that grace, but they gave me that grace because they believed I earned it. It wasn't because I sold them on any of my stories. In fact, I don't talk about my stories. I never have. And it makes me mad that I can't, but I can't because I don't want anyone to like give me favors for it because that's not what I'm trying to do. I'm trying to say, <laughs> you won't believe some of this funny stuff. This happened, whatever. But other people see it as like, oh, and I'm like, no, 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 no. So anyway, I'm home. I don't know if I feel guilty about it or not. I kind of do, but I don't. But then I thought, you know what? I'm going to have a beverage for my lunch because I can and I'm going to sit here and talk about things because I've been watching TV shows and I feel like I'm not productive and I'm sending out emails I don't need to send out and I'm trying to talk to people I don't need to talk to because I have to unwind and then they created this beverage on the show called Great Minds Unwind and I was like oh I want that and I'm not saying I have a great mind I'm not even saying anything like that I'm just saying Stuart Smalley's not wrong Everybody needs their mantra. Everybody needs to get up every day and remind themselves about why they're worth it, why they deserve it, and why they need to go out there and get it. Everybody. And if you don't have your mantra, if you don't understand why you don't deserve it, and I'm not saying you deserve to sit on your couch and get paid. No, I'm using a vacation day. I'm burning what I've earned. But what I'm saying is, is you have to remember why you are who you are and why you're important and why you matter. And then you need to bring your value in and you need to show them that value and you need to get them to understand that sometimes you just need a day and you shouldn't have to feel guilty about it. And it's not their fault. It's yours because only you choose how you feel. I get it. But sometimes I feel guilty and I don't want to feel guilty. I want to enjoy it. But there was a lot of truth in that episode and I thought that was great. And I think everybody needs Stuart Smalley's. Everybody needs to write down what they've overcome and what they've achieved and where they've grown. Because when you identify and focus on where the growth is, you tend to not worry as much about where the loss was before when there's nothing you can do about it but move on. So that's what I'm doing. And I'm using time like this where I can just be alone and I can think and I can let my mind unwind. And I can realize that I got an 
a high schooler today with good grades and a missing baby tooth because he's not my baby. And as they were pulling it out, I could see the whiskers on his chin. And I thought, huh, I'm entering a new phase of my life and I have to be good with that. And I have to remember all the things I've done, which are pretty freaking cool. Good, bad, or indifferent. I got this. You got this. We all got this. It's when we forget what we're worth. Or we let other people make us think we're not worth it. Ugh. And I'm not saying that that's some type of gratification thing. What do they call that? So, where they think you're entitled. Entitlement. No. I'm not entitled to anything. I want to earn everything I have. But the people that helped elevate me into my career and understand me and trust me are the people that saw me in action and believed it and wanted that. So everything has always been an upgrade because I've always felt like I've been some type of bid and I want to not be a bid anymore. I want to be that person. And I think I have been for a long time, but I think I've lost that a little bit. And I know this weird pandemic-y thing they keep calling it, which is a panic with a dem in the middle, is I just want... I don't want everything to go back to the way it was because a lot of good things came out of this that I don't want to change or lose. The way I communicate more often with my daughter, the way the boys and I have inter- like hung out and learned more about each other when I get to be home. Because when I get off of work, I don't really want to go anywhere because it's just so stressful and anxiety. But it has gotten so much better this week. I've noticed this week people have lightened up. We've had good, good cases. We haven't had anything in our town diagnosed for 13 days. So I think we're safe to at least play by the rules and get out there. But anyway, I feel like if those that were the true workers, and I'm not saying any gender, it's not female or male, because you know they're who they are. The ones that use it, it's like an ethic. It's a code where you work hard And you do it because you want to be a part of a bigger picture, that you want to be involved and you want to make a difference and you care. It's not because you've given up and you want a paycheck and this is safe. There's a difference. I want the ones that want to make the difference. And I'm not saying that that means I'm going to work next year, I'm going to work by you, or you're going to work where I work, or we. I'm just saying I want them to be apparent and seen. And that's across every industry. They're everywhere. And I just, I just know that everybody needs a few days. Everybody needs time. And I wouldn't think of things like this if I didn't have that time because I'm too busy doing things that push on my psyche of needing to be Stuart Smalley and say, am I good enough? Am I smart enough? Am I okay to take a day off? By golly, yes, because people like me. I don't know if they do or not, but I know that I really want them to try and understand where I'm coming from and how I want to do good things. And It's okay to come from whatever you've come from as long as you keep wanting to come from it and not go to it. It's all good. Everybody has a story. I love telling stories and I love hearing stories. 
I laugh when I can laugh and truly enjoy listening to people's stories, or I can cry and be inspired, or whatever their story may be at that time that triggers that emotion. Whenever there's that, I love it. And I have so many of them that I can't wait to get on here and see and talk to. Some of them I may have to tease them and trick them that we may be miking it, we may be not, just so they can be themselves and talk and not get all nervous because there's a microphone. And others are very comfortable with them. So we'll see how it goes. But I promise any stories I share are the ones that I think are worthwhile. So I hope that stands for something. Otherwise, we probably wouldn't be listening. But anyway, that's all I got today. And there you have it. Another episode of Oh Hey Heather. I hope it has made you think of a story of your own or how you could relate to this one, or if anything, just something you could enjoy. Thanks everyone and have a great one. Mm